There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 50 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of February 26th, 2007. I'm your digitally frustrated host, Scott, and I'll be taking along my uh, excellent adventures through the world of short Masonic education. <clears throat> so yeah, digitally frustrated today, without uh, a doubt. Uh, got a new PC here. Uh, you probably remember back a little while ago we had a uh, silicon meltdown that uh, sort of squeezed me out of the podcasting thing for a couple weeks, or oh, maybe a month or so. So, finally managed to get it past um, She Who Must Be Obeyed in the finance committee and got a new PC, so everything cascades down, and uh, the kids are starting to get a little bit itchy to get a hold of uh, my old PC. So, I am now, ooh, it's what, it's well into the wee hours of Sunday morning here, and I'm on my seventh install of Windows XP on this uh, box, so... I can only imagine how nice it will be to install Windows Vista, and I know there's probably some Mac users out there that just sort of shake their head and say, be done with it all and go Mac, so. But you know what? I like my Windows, I like pain, and I like learning a lot of stuff along the way. And that sort of brings us to the topic of uh, this week's episode, which is, uh, talks about the Entered Apprentice and sort of what needs to be done to help the Entered Apprentice along and what the Entered Apprentice needs to do. And I know that uh, we have a, a few Entered Apprentices that uh, are coming through our, the King George Lodge. And it uh, really comes to sort of a realization that learning never uh, never really ends. So this piece was done by uh, Brother Roy Jupe, who was um, presented this at a um, Redwood Lodge, number 193. and. He did this as a, I'll say, a freshly minted master mason, and talks about some of his thoughts about, about sort of always self-improving yourself, either as an entered apprentice or as any other type of mason. So we'll get going right now, and uh, if you hear some banging on the keyboard, that's more than likely my forehead banging against the keyboard of uh, install number eight of Windows XP. So here, here it is, Brother uh, Jupe's piece on uh, the development of an entered apprentice. As a novice Master Mason, having just completed my third degree only last winter, this is my third visitation and my first opportunity to speak to a lodge. My interest in the history of Freemasonry led me to express interest in our lodge education committee, and I was soon tasked with the opportunity of making this presentation. So I set out to find a suitable subject. My lodge brother supplied me plentiful and excellent material, and I also discovered a large quantity of information on the internet that, as I initially was at a loss as to where to start, I finally decided that this was the time of year that would be appropriate to focus on the entered apprentice and how all masons should be like the apprentice throughout our lives. It is most important that the development of an entered apprentice is given a very high priority in lodge activities. It is not enough to bring new candidates into the entered apprentice degree. We must continue to nurture his development. It is at this stage that the new Mason's interests is the highest, and when Masonry is still very much a bewildering mystery. At this point, we can either greatly encourage and assist his Masonic education, or we can lose him as a productive Mason through lack of interest in his development. 
One of the key benefits of ensuring that the new Mason is well informed is that he is usually becomes an interested Mason which is necessary to help realize his potential as an active Mason rather than sitting on the sidelines. Also, remember that this is, not the on this is not only a great opportunity for the new apprentice to begin his development, but also for all Masons to participate in the education and learning process. As a new Master Mason, my initial efforts at gathering information left me amazed at how much there is still yet to learn, and in many ways I still feel the confusion of an entered apprentice. In order for Masons to continue to develop, they should always be like the, the entered apprentice in diligently searching out for knowledge of better understanding of the Freemasonry and the practices that it teaches and it means. In a paper prepared by Worshipful Brother Byron Hams, a 33rd degree Scottish Rite Mason, it was entitled, Why a Lifetime of Apprentice? He describes in this how his travel through Freemasonry took him from an entered apprentice through to the 33rd degree and then back to a lifetime of apprentice. He tells us that when he was admitted to the 33rd degree, he experienced a surprise in his life. He was told no more lessons and no more explanations, but that he was to remember a few simple facts and to do one thing, which he stated changed his whole life. The simple facts were given to him as such. Any man who fails in his duty to God fails mankind and himself. While you live, you should work to secure for all people their rights and voice in government. You must labor to enlighten and teach mankind, to teach the people their powers and their rights, to let the enemy of mankind be your enemies. Come to no terms with him, but complete the surrenders of the ways that even though I have been exalted to the 33rd degree, I would still be among my equals in every lodge, and that all worthy master masons are my brothers. He then goes on to say that the one thing that changed his life was that he was informed that this is not enough just to know and understand the lessons of masonry, but they had to be lived in, le in these lessons. Believing this, he felt he would truly be a lifetime apprentice. I would like to leave an entered apprentice with the following reminder of his responsibilities, for they are the basis as to which he should guide his development as a mason. An entered apprentice must keep secret everything entrusted to him. He must conduct himself with proper decorum. He must work diligently to learn his proficiency and as much about the craft as possible. He should not be content with learning the words letter perfect but should study the meaning as well. If he cannot interpret these for himself, he should seek the help of others. Among the most important and lasting of his responsibilities is complete faithfulness to his obligations and implicit obediences to the charges. In this early stage of development, you are now entering the work that is not easy to understand and you should not be content with letter and outward form but rather you should apply yourself with freedom and zeal to achieve that sincere understanding of masonry and how to practice it in your everyday life. Don't be shy to, in seeking for assistance from your brothers, as they will always be more than willing to help, and in many cases they will share in the learning. 
Never forget that this should be an ongoing state of mind and you must truly become a lifetime apprentice. Masonry is not about sharing fellowship, but of course it is also about self-improvement. It assists us to discover where we are and to know what we want to go, where we want to go. I would like to leave you with one last thought. Self-learning is an important part of a Mason's development, and I would encourage all Masons to surf the internet. But by simply entering Masonic Education in a search engine, you'll find that it leads to numerous papers and other sources of information. Also, there are extensive library sources, even in the smaller lodges, and the information is readily available. All you need is the interest and the inclination to search it out. So it looks like we're actually going to make it through this podcast without uh, install number eight of Office X or of uh, Windows XP. So I will just leave you with that. Um, I guess I need to go off and do a little bit more learning myself. It, I find it interesting, having just been a, eh, not as freshly minted a master mason as uh, as today's author was, but uh, doing my first, I'll say, sponsorship of a few fellows. I really sort of start to realize just how little I know when um, I go to talk to them about sort of what they've seen happening on in the, in the lodges and on degrees and realize, you know, I still got a real long way to go. And I think that's fair to say that everyone's got a long way to go, every Mason. And that's all part of taking that rough ashlar and just chipping off the uh, the imperfections and working yourself towards that perfect ashlar. So I'm... Uh, either going to go to bed or finish this uh, installation. So we will uh, be calling this a wrap and we will be talking to you in the next time. And as always, uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, please feel free to email me at podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com or swing by our website at uh, www.kinggeorgelodge.com. So until next time, keep the shiny side up.